1: Uh, Are you ready? The, gods, the drugs
3: from my generation. And it's a the 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 mess with me. Come on, come on, come on. Welcome
1: to the Uso Penitentiary. Let's get it on.
3: Move to the music, play like the music. Move
1: to the music. Everyone
3: bows down. Let me talk to you.
1: Tick To the For the love of God, stay away for the fifth of time
4: Ladies and gentlemen, welcome back to the DWI podcast. My name is PC Tunney. I am your commissioner and the commissioner of the United States of Dum Dumb Dam Americas. And I am joined, as always, by the man, the myth, the legend, the other half of the world's greatest tag team. Never. It is him.
5: It is DPP. Feeling the ravages of age this week, PC. Sucks. <laughs> no shit. No shit, bro. No
4: shit. <laughs> preaching of the choir and speaking right. of age we have the mvp the velvet pipes of one mr christopher platt
2: greetings and salutations everybody but what the hell you mean speaking of age well you're whether you're older than both the scientist and myself so yeah and look younger than everybody on this podcast so you can all suck my dick
5: uh you no. watch that mouth all right
4: well yeah let's just keep the train rolling here nothing to look at here folks (laughs) let's bring him in he's phenomenal and funky in so many ways the trivia trickster himself the trivia trickster i I like it for for octubre it's AJ balaz
6: i was about to say looking younger than everyone else what are you talking about i'm back
2: i said what i said no offense (laughs)
6: So I'm taking. <laughs> <laughs> <laughs>
3: yeah. I, I, I nah, I'm kidding. I'm, 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 I'm kidding.
6: I'm kidding. Uh, the trickster's back. King's back, yeah, buddy. Sh-
4: shout out to Patrick O'Dowd last week coming on the show. So we had a really nice shoe. Um two ninety six this week, so we got two uh, more weeks to just goof off here. I know we'll be missing uh, Mr. Christopher Platt next week, so maybe we'll pull in an old guest next week. Maybe we'll uh, maybe we'll just bring back the trio here. Two ninety nine. We're hoping to have a big fun house. Uh, I don't know if I'm gonna write up some trivia or just literally. I'm just gonna we're just make fun of everybody that comes on the show. Something like that. I mean, whatever. Maybe Dan can get some annoying um, sound effects. I know Chris is always ready with an insult. AJ maybe can have some impossible trivia for people. We can do shit like that. Like, you know, uh, a sadist heaven. DWI 299 spectacular.
2: Sadist heaven. Well, we have a name.
5: Not for this
4: episode.
2: We have a
3: title. <laughs> I got so to three episodes look ahead. Forward,
4: Ugh. Look forward to that. Look forward to that. And also... DWI 300 which will be the four of us and the return of the mic man to the DWI podcast so that should be very nice the the five all-time members of the DWI podcast anything anybody have want to get off their chest want to talk about before we get going today any funky stories uh, anything you had good to eat Uh, somebody cut you off in traffic
3: well, I mean, you
4: guys are just an interesting fucking bunch of dudes. You're wearing a well, stupid fucking t-shirt that should have never been made because those you shut your mouth I never, was never I mean, he <laughs> never declined your offer. False you advertising. your
6: mouth. We've Never See, endorse man, you motherfuckers. I, I wore this today at work and I work in a warehouse. So I had to like go oh, up boy. on a ladder real quick. I had to like pick some products and whatnot. People There's start that. throwing shit at you. No, people were asking for the same shit I was grabbing. My boss comes up and he's like, "Your balls?" Oh, yeah. my boss. Balls.
5: Oh, I thought you were
6: grabbing Jacket. your balls. People were like, "Give me some of them balls, Blaz." Oh, man, I wish. Balls yeah. on the ladder.
2: Balls hey, on man. the ladder.
4: Balls, give me some of them balls, comma, Blaz.
2: Hey man, you laugh, but number one, even when I'm drunk, I'm more lucid than Sleepy Joe, and I'm slightly less offensive than Donald Trump. So I, either way, I'm feeling like this would have been a wow. Thing, okay? Slightly okay.
3: less.
4: Yeah. Boy, you're really you're really hitting home runs with both of those comparisons there. Jesus.
2: <laughs> <laughs> thank, you, no, but, thank you. I'm just saying.
6: But uh, my, my boss goes ahead and says, "Oh yeah, whatever you do, don't do a don't do a jump party." And I'm like, "You you know I'm wearing a fucking wrestling shirt, technically, right? I'm on a wrestling podcast." Wait, what? So now we got a new listener. So there's an interesting story.
2: What the hell are you drinking, sir? What is that?
6: Uh, Crackin' and spice Rum.
2: Oh, that looked like some shit Grandma Gumby made in the bathtub and added some something to it. I don't know, but...
4: <laughs> well, since your boss is a brand-new listener, I just want to let him know that AJ will be in at 5.55 a.m. tomorrow morning, bright and early, cheery-eyed, ready to go. He said he's going to home-make some donuts tonight and pick up coffee. Don't give him that in.
6: bullshit. Don't give him that bullshit.
4: So... Employee of the month wannabe AJ Bilaz. Jesus
6: Christ.
4: <laughs> no, not Jesus Christ. AJ Bilaz. All right, DP, let's let everybody know what's happening this week on the podcast known as, yeah, Chris, what? This is That's your thing. Go ahead. No, I was going to say I was speaking. almost there.
2: I was just going to say, speaking of Jesus Christ, I'm like, no, why no, no, no to... just right God like damn that. It, let me just going. get the plug out so y'all don't
4: nope, nope, ask me perfect. later. Keep going, keep going. And you're like, wait, hold on. Let's try this.
2: Yes. yes. Like, Speaking no. of Jesus Christ, why don't you go to prowrestlingtees.com forward slash the chair shot, pick up an Jesus did the job t shirt. As soon as we get done next week with Halloween, you know you're going to see the Christmas decorations and ornaments all over the stores. Every single store will be inundated with Christmas shit, so you might as well find the best way to commemorate the reason for the season. Jesus did the job. His dad was the promoter. He wasn't selfish. He put everybody else over. He put you over for your sins, you sons of bitches. So you might as well celebrate it. And 10% of the proceeds of the Pro com forward slash The Chair Shot go to the United Negro Fund. So again, ProWrestlingTees.com forward slash The Chair Shot. Please and thank you. Thank you and please. They could. I'm not in charge of that.
4: Uh, well, <laughs> why don't you tell everybody about like going to a Halloween party as chairshot.com, like that promo you cut on Wednesday
2: night? They can't all be winners, Tony. <laughs>
4: <laughs> <laughs> it was such a good, it was such a good one too. Go back and listen to the Three Man Weave from Thursday morning. Uh, any of the your streaming platforms, just search Chairshot Radio Network and. He's he's going through the whole plug, one of the greatest ones. And then he's like, yeah. And then you show up to that party, that Halloween party with your chair shot T-shirt. And when people ask you who you are, you say, I am the chair shot.com And Ray's like, oh, so now you're showing up the Halloween parties as website, huh? Lame motherfucker. (laughs)
2: Hey, man, you try cutting these promos because y'all motherfuckers just I should be used to it by now. Honestly, it's my fault. It doesn't matter what shoe I'm on, man. Oh, yeah, hey, and Christopher Platt, he's going to tell you about these great T-shirts from the chair shot.
3: Uh,
2: blow me.
6: From the sound of it, I think someone already has.
2: No. You, you don't hear the angst in my voice right now? The tension in my voice right now, you think? Well, yeah,
3: yeah. You can, my, you're going to get My life. You're,
4: you're anticipating <laughs> my life. that. You, yeah, it is going to change big time. So, we'll get to that my, probably down my, the road.
2: Yeah, my, my life is officially ever, not ever, for the rest of it, going to be about me anymore. Like, nobody cares anymore. I've done my job and now nobody gives a shit about me anymore. I'm just an appendage, you know what I mean? I'm featuring. I'm not even the star in my own life no more, man. I'm featuring, you know what I mean? I can't, uh, yeah. I can't even on. get top billy. Chris, I've been, <laughs> I've, been featuring.
4: You. You, I've been telling you no for months and years. Don't worry <laughs> about it. it you used to it. Alright, DP, let's let everybody know what's happening on episode 296 of the podcast known as DWI. Well, well,
3: we're waiting. Well, it's the big show.
5: Of- I heard
2: back to say
3: Sheet.
2: Y'all been doing this way too long, man. Y'all should have more harmony by now.
3: Uh-uh. Uh-uh. Have
5: you seen the white in my eyes?
2: Bruh! do
3: up, do up, oo ah.
2: You know what I mean? Yeah, y'all could do it. Oh, for the longest time. Yeah, like, yeah.
4: He's trying so, to get me involved here, and I'm trying to fight it. I yes,
2: I am. But yeah. Your your pigment is no excuse, gentlemen. That's all I was saying. Or lack thereof is no excuse. It's the opposite, yeah.
4: <laughs> We're gonna talk some crown jewel. We're going to go around the rest of the wrestling universe. We're going to get some trivia from the Trivia Trickster himself as he's back in full force. And a brand new Last Call, we're going to play a little What If, which I may have stolen from Ray, which he may have stolen from Marvel, which they may have stolen from any bar conversation ever in the history of sports entertainment and sports entertainment. Get over you bunch of Steve fucking Allens. Tell DP to do the thing, Chris. God damn it.
2: Which you all stole from me, but that's neither here nor there, DPP! Okay. Ring the bell.
3: (sighs) I feel better. Uh,
4: Crown Jewel. Crown Jewel. You know what's funny about Crown Jewel is I was so looking forward to, uh, for about a week and a half, looking at the calendar, I'm like, ooh, ooh. I, I get done with work that day. I'll come home. It'll be over, but it'll just have finished. I'll stay off of social media and everything, and I'll just I'll come home and watch it and be good to go. And I didn't even remember it was on yesterday. Um, so as we record on Friday afternoon, I had a very early early work day, but got done early in return and came home. And I'm fresh off of watching most of it. I did skip a few matches, but I watched. The good ones. Gentlemen, your thoughts on the results and some of the matches, if any of you have not or or have seen uh,
5: what had happened in Riyadh, Saudi Arabia. How do you know you only watch the good ones if you skipped them? What if one of the ones you skipped was a good Uh one? Aha. Aha. You. Uh Okay, it probably wasn't.
4: (laughs) You Well, you already know the answer to that question. Uh, did, would you like me to enlighten the rest of the world? I mean, there
2: was only a bad one.
4: Right, but the only it's opinion bad. that matters to me to me is mine. So, like, when I say it's good or not, if that's all that matters to me. I don't really care um,
2: what anybody else says. That's fair, and you're entitled to your opinion, even when it's wrong. <laughs> he was waiting for that. Thank you. Yes, he was. I was. I was. Yeah, don't everybody
4: talk of once, huh? Cricket, cricket, cricket. I
5: don't know. I, oh, who watched it? Uh-huh. Did, I, you watch, anybody watch, did you watch the whole thing, DP? I did not watch the whole thing. I did the same as you, because I couldn't watch it yesterday, so I had to watch you it today. The good ones. So you only watched the good ones.
2: So I only watched the good matches. <laughs> you guys are terrible. No, this is not. a wrestling
4: That's podcast, yo. Done. That's how it's done. Jeez. <laughs> Listen. That's, that's, listen, listen, hold on. That's, that's like nearly 30 years in the making right there. You can't fake that shit. Go ahead.
2: I'm going to tell y'all the truth, man. And perhaps I'm being a little hyperbolic. Maybe I'm a prisoner of the moment. But from top to bottom, I thought that this was the best show that WWE has put on all year, including WrestleMania. I was that impressed with this. Number one, all the pomp and circumstance that went into it, the pyro, the fireworks, they brought the one brother out uh that that won the silver medal well, the in karate for Saudi Arabia that was super cool and and that crowd went up for him
4: karate maserati
2: or something I don't know what his name. something like that yeah something like that which is weird like his he got first disqual- name was karate his first name was karate though yeah I'm pretty sure his first I, name' wasn't karate it, i I but I his, think it was his, yeah, it his is. last name could have been maserati but i I'm pretty sure his first name wasn't karate it's sick.
6: That that would be the coolest yet stupidest name in, at the same time. Oh, what do you do for a living? Karate Maserati. What?
2: Yeah, yeah. I'm, I'm, was, I'm, was, not, was that a no, bar? No, no, no. I got, I got I, I know all disrespect. Y'all know I love each and every one of y'all on this podcast, man. But I'm not going to sit up here and let three pale faces butcher this man's name. Okay? That, that's, not, that's what we're not going to do. We're going to respect his silver medal. He should have won the gold. That's what I want to talk about. Why the hell he didn't win the gold? Because I saw this story, you know, while the Olympics were happening. I didn't realize he was from Saudi Arabia. What? What you got, Sonny? His name is Tareg Hamadi. Thank you. And you probably but that butchered that too.
4: Karate, but... so come on. <laughs> karate, no, Hamadi.
2: No, 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 no. Let's not. What? That Tareg
4: Hamadi ended up silver medalist in karate
2: and should have won the gold you, are y'all familiar with the story yeah because yeah, he, he hit yeah. him too
5: hard <laughs> basically because he hit the guy too hard yo, <laughs> yeah yo. It was, yeah he knocked There's
2: him out letters. yo that's what i'm saying what oh. the fuck oh two letters
4: body h i j karate k two letters short gold medal
2: like you're in a combat sport, you knock the melon farmer the fuck out, and you get disqualified. Like it's not like they were playing fucking badminton, and, and things got kind of out of hand. Like it's fucking karate. Hey,
5: did you ever get hit in the head with that shuttlecock?
2: <laughs> man. Hey, <laughs> hey man, it's a violent hey, sport, man. This, man. Uh, leave leave <laughs> my past out of this, man. Leave my past out of this, Dan.
3: I'm oh, a changed geez. man, uh, <laughs> and what? I was really uh,
2: drunk that one time. Oh. <laughs> 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 Didn't have to talk to you that much into it. (laughs) (laughs) I'll say that bitch like Neo from The Matrix, man. But no. (laughs) (laughs) I'm kidding. I'm kidding. But no, all jokes aside, man, I thought this was a phenomenal show from top to bottom, man. There was only one match that really didn't deliver, and I didn't expect much from it anyway. But yeah, I mean, hell, even Goldberg had a good match on this card. You guys probably fast forwarded the Goldberg match, but. No, I watched the good ones. <laughs> Damn!
5: I still don't know if it was I don't great. know. I still don't know. I <laughs>
4: will right, we'll get to that shortly, AJ. Uh, we haven't heard from you yet on, on our on your pre uh, crown jewel uh, review thoughts.
6: Well, like I said before we started recording, I only watched the highlights because Like, DP, I would like
4: you to mark that in the segment. First. Like there was first, it was pre. Crown pre crown jewel preview thought review thoughts and then crown jewel review. Okay.
6: Pre preview pre review review.
4: Like dot. Final, like, you know, final but, draft. The show for everybody first. It's first. It's the, the um the pre crown jewel review thoughts and then the crown
5: jewel review. Because they're two different things. That's a lot to talk about.
2: Can we just skip him?
3: Yeah.
2: Let me tell you my.
6: <laughs> cliff notes it. Just Cliff note it.
2: I don't know what's happening. I feel like DP, he broke your brain too, didn't he? To tell the truth, because my brain is no. broke right now. No. I don't even know what Jelly just said, man. I'm tracking him.
3: Uh, I'm just, uh, I, I, I just don't care. Say...
6: Okay, fair. <laughs> I was about to say, no, my, my, my brain's broken too. I'm the shit right now. <laughs> no, but don't don't feel bad, Platt. My, my brain's so broke right now from that that... There's a knapsack and a stick just waiting for it to leave.
4: All right, folks. Well, that is the end of the pre-Crown Jewel review thoughts. Let's get into the Crown Jewel review as I run down the card here and we talk about and review what happened at Crown Jewel. Now you get it, dummies. Yeah. Where's yeah. Eli? Where's he? Yeah, there we go. Uh, pre-show Usos hurt business. I'm pretty sure we all knew that the Usos weren't giving up the belts on a pre-show in Saudi Arabia. Platt. I think we're on the same page candidate for match of the year edge versus Seth Rollins in Hell in a cell. Most
2: definitely. Yes, definitely match of the night candidate for match of the year. It finally a uh, hell in a cell, not only a match that lived up to the stipulation, like they needed a cell after you break into my house and my kids might've been there. We need a cell, but it was a really great match and they did a lot of creative spots in this. The one spot where, uh, well, yeah, right. Uh, like there's so many, of them, but the the one I'm talking about in particular was the one where Seth was on the top rope, Edge pushed him off. He ricocheted off the cage through the table. That was that was brilliant. That's one of the best table spots I've ever seen in the history of my fandom from wrestling. That was amazing.
4: Yes or no? Around the horn, top ten. One of the top ten uh, Hell in a Cell bumps all time because I think it is. And every and I'm pretty sure y'all seen the bump, right? Anybody else disagree with that?
6: No, way. No, no, I completely <clears throat> agree.
4: Yeah, I mean, one of the most, I thought it was unbelievably creative, and I gotta probably imagine, I, I don't know, do you think Edge came up with that and said, hey, what? you know, I've always wanted to do this, I can't do this anymore? Or do you think Seth went, push me into this, you know?
2: That's a good question, I don't know. I think that Edge, because I've heard that Ed, I've read that Edge wanted to work with Seth and try to elevate seth and frankly yeah i think seth's been doing some of the best work of his career like he was always a phenomenal wrestler but now he's finally starting to kind of catch his stride character wise and i I, and i like the edge seth comparisons it seems like they always do that with with seth because remember that was the whole thing with him and triple h as well but it works it it really works and then you had the the spot where edge excuse me where seth uh Popped him in the eye with the chair thing. I thought that was a a really good spot. I didn't catch... how I had to rewind it because I didn't catch how they did it at first. Because I'm like, damn, that could have been very dangerous. I didn't catch that Seth put his thumb over the thing thing before he did it just to protect him. But, uh, yeah, this was just a phenomenal match, man, and a phenomenal feud. And I'm sad that it's over because I've enjoyed everything that these guys have done up until this point. And this was the perfect blow-off and culmination. Seth probably should have won... Because I, I because they're both going over to Raw, and I think Big E needs some strong challengers for the belt. But I don't think either guy lost anything by would have lost anything by losing this match. They're both made guys at this point, so I, I don't really think it matters that much.
5: Yeah, I, I thought Seth was kind of going to go over here too, um, just for that same fact. Um, but <clears throat> I also can see, you know, you can have two baby faces. I mean, Edge plays that kind of tweener, sometimes, you know, right on the heel verge person and could have a match with Big E too. Uh, you know, I, I could see him getting big, putting Big E over even more by having, you know, him beat uh, Edge and, you know, some pay-per-view or something coming up here. So I liked it. I thought, yeah, I thought the match was ridiculous and the, you know, using the chain on the foot, you know, and Seth Rollins did that to, at the end there to do the stomp was just really cool, different, you know, something you haven't seen before. So they, they really did pull out some different stops and that, yeah, that bump by Rollins was great, and it just—it looked so awkward because it's you know the way he did it. Like it's not like he took a flat bump onto a table; he fell off the top of the, off the cage, you know, sideways kind of. So it's like, man, and then they did good. They did a good job with it.
2: Like a yeah. goddamn ping pong, you know. Yeah, I mean, I <laughs> or, like or pinball. My bad, not ping pong. My bad, Adam. I'm gonna I mute mean, you
6: them know. I, I mean, it still works with like ping pong too. It's bounce off of the paddle but no no that that was a great match upsetting that it was the opener i'm not gonna lie that really that had a lot to be either the co-main event or even the middle match but i understand
4: i would say though if you're not gonna put
6: it last it's gotta be first because you didn't want to take away from brock lesnar true but i eh, yeah true plus they also had to probably fix the ring and whatnot or like make sure the cage wasn't in the way, and they had enough time. Ah, pedantics. But, no, that was a great match. That, I'm usually very poo-poo-y when it comes to Seth Rollins. I'm one of those assholes that's a naysayer, but that was well done by both men. Even Rollins impressed me in that. Like you said, the spot, phenomenal. I'll even use my word. It was phenomenal. Just everything about it just felt like it flowed perfectly, and... I also agree. I think Rollins should have won, but Edge can always tap tap back into the ultimate opportunist later on down the line.
4: I there's two things that I really really loved about the match, and one was after the pinfall was counted, um, Edge clearly made a point to say a few words to Seth Rollins, if you remember rolling over and, you know, both hairs down and arms over and talking and probably giving him, you know, uh, thank you, probably thanking Seth Rollins um, and also telling him that, you know, take the – because you you could really – you could compare Seth Rollins to Edge in in their kind of styles and and, uh, deliveries and character-wise build, right? Different – they're both versatile in the way they can move offensively in the ring um and and then the other is the crowd the foreign crowds and and then even the saudi crowd now as they become more informed on the product they they they've, like since it's been there i'm sure they've kept up with it more and it's probably the reason it is there right and and then the, the spread of the WWE network so it's just awesome to see fresh crowd you can still even even the right away post-pandemic crowd to me is not as good as the crowd we just had yesterday in Saudi Arabia. I I just love their zest and and flavor and lust and thirst for it and their appreciation. Like they're on pins and needles that whole time and it's a, it's it reminds me of maybe maybe it's just me. Maybe it's just me because I'm not like that anymore, but it reminds me of a time I can see it in them in a time when I was like that.
2: That's an excellent point that you brought up Tony because you know, I, the WWE, they pipe in a lot of crowd noise here and there, and for a lot of the events, you can tell, because, the, you know, the crowd is going ham, and then they'll cut to somebody in the crowd, and everybody's on their phones. But, yeah, this crowd really added to the show, man. Like, any time they cut to the crowd, like, they were losing their shit. They were losing their minds watching this, and you can tell they've gotten, I think the words you were looking for is more Americanized. Because they were, we had the This Is Awesome chant, we had the Holy Sit chant, like all, all, all the shit that, that we do on this side of the pond, man, they were doing it over there. But they were like legitimately amped up and hyped for this show, and it definitely added to the atmosphere. So, yeah, sh- sh- kudos to you, man, for bringing that up, seriously.
4: We already talked about Hamadi helping out Mustafa. Uh, no, I mean, helping out Mansoor against Mustafa Ali. Um, Mustafa, sir.
2: Mustafa. Mustafa.
4: Mustafa. You say Mustafa. I say Mustafa. You say potato. I say Arkebro. Bro against AJ and Omas. Uh, <clears throat> Omas to me looks like he's actually going to be able to become something.
2: I think
3: whoa, he's whoa, just. Whoa, whoa, whoa,
2: whoa, whoa, whoa. We, uh, oh, we, we talked about it, but we got to get props, man. Because like, Mustafa put something out on his Twitter yesterday. We got to get props, man. This was the first time at a WWE pay-per-view in history where two Muslims wrestled each other. That's kind of cool, especially in front of that particular crowd. That's cool, man. Just, you know, I just want to give them guys, those guys their props. But continue.
4: No, that's fair. I appreciate you bringing that up. That was, um, that was actually a dynamite drop in.
2: Um, so. <laughs> the you know. school is working out. <laughs> ah! No, I dynamite drop in money, money and broadcast uh, school I'll, has really I'll, paid I'll, off. Up. All right. Yep,
4: I'm the asshole now. I'm the yeah. I'm the asshole now. Huh? I'm the asshole. I'm the
0: asshole <laughs> in the box. Place, right? I'm
4: the asshole. Oh, I thought you had the whole thing. Oh no, nice, I don't. Nice
0: can... You know what, big boy? You're grown up. <laughs> you're you're all grown up.
4: <laughs> gonna watch that movie. Yeah. Uh, congratulations for making uh, Wayne Gretzky's head bleed the other night. By the yeah. way. Yeah.
5: Literally playing NHL 94 and actually knocked Wayne Gretzky out for the game. I made Wayne Gretzky's head bleed. It actually hey. happened, so I had to take a picture of it. <laughs> I actually hey. made Wayne Gretzky's head
6: nice. bleed. Nice.
3: <laughs> oh,
5: do you have that?
4: I have it.
3: I, think I don't.
4: Somewhere.
5: I don't. I got it.
4: Oh, come on. where did, What is it under here? Oh, talk. deep talk. You guys talk.
5: i are got to find
6: it. I don't, I don't know. That was it. That was mess what, what were we saying? RK-Bro, right? Riddle coming on on that camel?
4: There you go. You got it. Keep going.
6: On the camel. Yes. <laughs> yes. <laughs> I, I I knew as soon as that
4: All happened, I'm right. like, i
3: He's
6: going to keep this damn title. <laughs> he's going to keep this title. He's gonna, they're going to be great instead right, of coming quiet. down with a scooter. Shh, shh, shh.
0: Well, in playoffs. I'm gonna make Wayne Gretzky's head bleed for super fan number ninety nine over here. There you go. Sorry. Okay, continue. It wasn't my I
4: didn't
6: I didn't interrupt you. I was that was Nah you're fine, I don't care. You care, it's but, okay. oh, yeah. <laughs> but yeah, no. Friggin' Omos being I mean, as you said, he he's going to become something really big and I don't just mean his stature. He's definitely gonna get a Big time world title shot or something. Who knows? Maybe even Lesnar might shit himself and face him off. I don't know. But that was almost did good. AJ didn't have to really carry that much of the match. That, that's what I gotta say out of it. But that camel bro, <laughs> camel bro.
4: Oh boy. You know what I used to have? I used to. I played on DP. <laughs> one of the one year I played on a team was Team Camel Toe.
2: And it was all dudes, wasn't it?
4: No, it was a softball team.
2: Yeah, of but all that, dudes. That, that, was it all
6: dudes? Well, so you were Camel Bro?
4: No, but with, uh, the the handshake was like this. <laughs> Still, all dudes, right? Wasn't a co-ed softball team. So yeah, <laughs> yeah. yeah. It was just a stupid name when we were younger.
2: Yeah, it was. Two, two ninety
6: six. Tony's <laughs> a Camel Bro. Like,
2: like camel it, it would have been bro, if bro. it was. If it was co-ed, like okay, cool, man. We got some ladies out here softballing, cool. But just a bunch of dudes walking around with camel toe—that's just awkward.
4: Where were you twenty years ago? Probably, well, where was I twenty years ago? <laughs> playing on, playing on Team Camel Toe East.
2: <laughs> 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 Probably waking up somewhere I didn't have no no uh, business being. <laughs>
4: <laughs> what were you saying the other day about that 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 the, the adrenaline rush from the moment when you wake up in that split second and it's only a split second but it seems like forever and you just don't know where you are yes
2: i miss that feeling man this is what happens when you get domesticated you don't have that feeling anymore obviously i'm <laughs> but that feeling that was that's like i'm not a roller coaster guy because i'm I'm not really big on heights i think i'm too tall to for my feet to dangle so that was like a roller coaster to me that was like going to an amusement park for me that that was my adrenaline rush you know i miss that feeling i do now
6: now were you like me years like a couple of years ago where i would actually shout where the fuck am i and then just like look around like wait a minute
2: No, I would just do it in my head, man. I gotta play it cool. I can't. I can't ever let them see me sweat. I gotta play it cool. But in my head, I'm like, "Where the fuck am I?"
4: What's worse when you don't know where you are, or you wake up and you realize where you are, but you can't, and you're like, "I gotta get the fuck out of here." But someone's on your arm. Do you like consider cutting it off? What do you do? I mean, like you like you can keep the arm. I gotta go, but you just can't wake that person up. No, anything like that. Well, Too much whether,
6: information.
2: We need to move whether, on now.
6: I, I, I was. I, I think we need to go deeper into this.
2: I mean, whether I was there or they were here, the the rule was still the rule: ten o'clock checkout. So, regardless of what's happening, ten o'clock checkout.
4: <laughs> Does it send a message when you come into the bedroom and the comforter only covers half the bed and there's only one pillow? <laughs> <laughs>
6: Why is there randomly <laughs> 750 on the coffee table? Bus fare. <laughs> I
2: already
6: called
5: you an Uber.
2: I
6: wasn't
4: that cool. Goddamn,
2: y'all <laughs> y'all savages! Jesus Christ.
4: So RK bro, great analogies, guys. Uh, R- RK bro held on to the titles. Omas oh, is going to be something. Uh, the biggest disappointment of the night. I and and I think of the,
1: I I don't know like.
4: Maybe it's not a disappointment to everybody else. Zelina Vega is your is your queen of the ring. Sure. I mean, once it
5: was her at Dewdrop, I knew we were giving it to her. Oh, for sure, when it wasn't going to be Baszler for some reason, which I don't understand. They were making her look dominant and then decided,
6: nah, yeah, never mind. I don't get that. Yeah, let, let, let's make the queen of the spades queen, uh, not queen of the ring. Maybe,
4: maybe Vince was put off by... Uh, by Platt's conversation last week.
6: <laughs> that that there is, is a muted conversation right now.
2: Kriba no, Las Vegas. We're we're don't, don't, don't Las Vegas. TV right now, that oh, she's gonna bad. help me out with yeah. You know what I think this yeah. was though, gentlemen. I think that this was difficulties help. Shut up. <laughs> I think this was. <laughs> I think this was the make good for uh, them leaving Zelina off the 9-11 show in New York. I think that's what this was. You know what I mean? Trying to make that right, because that's inexcusable. Yeah, obviously this should have went to Shayna. Carmella could have done some fun stuff with this anyway, but as well, but I mean, let's keep it a buck and a half, man. Do you really think it's going to go anywhere? This is just uh, equality for the sake of saying we have equality. They didn't really give a shit about this tournament. I don't think the women got 20 minutes between all the matches in the whole goddamn tournament. I don't think they lasted twenty minutes combined. So, does does anyone know how long this match lasted? Without looking on Wikipedia,
5: not anymore.
6: (laughs) Five minutes and fifty-five seconds. Thanks,
4: Wikipedia.
5: I would have said less than five, but I've added up.
4: I've added up since we started the show, so (laughs) deal with it.
3: I don't care.
6: But
5: and that was the longest match in the whole tournament for the for the women too, which is insane. Yeah, likely by like yeah, double then,
6: like what the, the the other four were like the longest was like a minute and a half i like one went two minutes and that was about the best they had wow amazing i mean
4: it's it's interesting because if you really wanted to push someone here it, you could have pushed like you could have give live a push or something like that i mean uh oh man Eva marie like they're not doing anything with her now they just Used her to bring Dewdrop in. So I'm really kind of disappointed with the way they did that tournament and the lack of importance on there. So I don't know.
5: I guess you guys hit all those points. Yeah. I feel it like I, I kind of felt that same way about the men's side too and the, the king of the ring side because that, like I think we talked about a little bit, you know, they missed out on, on Woods versus Kofi, you know, a little bit. They could have pushed that a little more. They could have told more of the story of Woods's you know, basically boyhood dream to win King of the ring. And it was just kind of mentioned by the announce team a little bit in the matches and not really promoted by, you know, having some backstage well, interviews with him or something like they really could have done. I feel like they could have done more with that side of it too. And they, they kind of missed out.
4: I feel like they should have let him keep losing in the finals for a few years. You're a
6: monster. <laughs> Why? <laughs>
2: Goddamn monster. Oh what what? letting
6: letting Xavier lose a few times? Because his life
4: would be so horrible. Like he has nothing else besides this. That's just oh man, I am I am a sadist and a masochist at the same time. Let's give it and take it. Let's do it. Come
2: on, baby. No. no, I'm just saying, man, like, the only reason that these tournaments exist was because of Xavier Woods. It kind of would have been a a, a fart in the face in the wind that not have so him obvious win it. he won. But I agree with Dan, man. They could have uh, done a that, lot more fighters. with this. Could you imagine if they would have gave Kofi and Xavier about 15, 20 minutes on Raw? You know they got the time. Oh, and let them go out there and tell that, that story. Media. Like, that could have been... I don't know. Yeah, because I'm always I'm I'm such a social butterfly on social media. Yeah, I yeah yeah I know with whatever whomever whatever motherfuckers put on social media. Yeah, Listen, that's me. That's what honestly, I do. I steal other people's ideas. Honestly, let me tell you
4: something. Sometimes I believe that butterflies are just dead relatives coming back to say hi. It's
5: not trivia time. If you're if you're a fan of Survivor. If you're fan of, it's okay, if you're fan that's of, when the third one comes in. If you're a fan
4: of uh, the show Survivor, you'll have gotten that one. So, 8% of our listeners got that.
2: Ain't nobody watched Survivor since 99, man. What are you doing? I've been watching Survivor since
5: 99.
2: <laughs> I'm sorry.
5: Well, speaking of mods, you know, you, you, what? Go ahead. I watch Big Brother, too. Oh,
2: boy. Wow, this okay. is the crazy part, because... Yeah. I don't watch a lot of TV. If I'm watching TV, it's probably either wrestling or sports. But That's... when I watch like, you know, terrestrial TV and I see like the commercials for some of the shows and shit like that that they got on. And I'm like, I'm thinking to myself, who in the bloody hell is watching this shit? Have and any... then I come do the podcast and it's like, oh yeah, I love the such and such show. I love the the Judy Bagwell on the pole mass singer edition oh. show. Like, I love it all. Yeah. I'm <laughs> like, oh. Okay. You got that okay. one
4: too. Awesome. <laughs> uh, so, so, a couple of people at work today, unexpected. Yeah, you ain't gonna phase me, bro. Let's go. Uh, a couple of people at work today, uh, were and uh, people I didn't expect to were like, yeah, Peaky Blinders is one of the best shows I've ever seen. Have any of you watched that show? Okay, Peaky DP watched Blinders. it. That's fantastic.
3: Wow. All
4: right.
5: There you go. Let's let's start a Peaky Blinders podcast.
3: <laughs>
5: Christ. Yeah, I'm in. I just I uh, was very disappointed. Yeah.
3: Oh,
5: right away, I'm in. I'm fucking in. Let's do it. <laughs> Wait for the that whole show, to come show back. would be
2: me. Y'all y'all talking about it, the whole show would be me. What the fuck are y'all talking about?
5: <laughs> so like these goddamn Glenn gypsy Pikers and shit.
3: So you love it. Oh.
2: Nerds, gypsy bikers, Pikers. and Peaky <laughs> Blinders. <laughs> Uh, gypsy bikers, Okay, yeah, I might gypsy. be able to smoke a bag of that, actually. Damn it, no. Don't. No. No, because you saw my Twitter. <laughs> no. I said I that, it, that Twitter, yes, I did.
6: said it once at work. Now every melon farmer in my entire fucking office has it. No, stop it. <laughs> well, you
2: just going down the whole goddamn catalog right now. <laughs> because I just
6: said melon farmers. Yeah.
2: <laughs> see... <laughs>
4: All right, well, back to Crown Jewel. Went through <laughs> um, <laughs> the Queen of the Ring and the yeah. King of the Ring. Uh, <sighs> Becky retains, right? Great
3: thoughts, yeah, yeah, yeah. Really? cool.
4: You, you, you fast-forwarded this one too? I, they made them wear like sleeves and legs and shit. Like I, what I, well, I mean? That that's right. offensive.
2: Had you listened to last week's episode, I told you they were going to be out there dressed like Sister Mary Clarence from Sister Act. That shouldn't have been a shock to you.
4: Was I on the episode? Yes. Well, then I clearly was not listening to you. (laughs) Wow.
3: Wow.
2: No, but it was a good match. There were a couple of uh, spots in here where you could tell it was super choreographed. You know what I mean? Like, they literally worked the entire match out in the back but it was entertaining it was fast paced it never got slow or dull bianca looked like a dog in this like they really did a lot to put over her athleticism i don't know why they didn't just put the belt on them on her rather But, yeah, I thought it was entertaining, man. And I don't know what they're going to do with these women's belts because we got uh, Raw and SmackDown, the the Raw Women's Champion on SmackDown, and the SmackDown Women's Champion on Raw. I hope they don't do that bullshit like they did last year with the tag titles and they just swap belts and keep it moving like an escalator. There's so much more interesting things that you could do, but we'll see, I guess.
4: Charlotte referenced that already, so I don't think they're going to do that. Uh, what do you what are you guys thoughts here on, on the match and,
5: and the women's division in general like Platt was
4: saying D P. But AJ
5: round this one out. I think uh at Survivor Series Charlotte and Becky will walk out to the ring, give each other a hearty handshake and swap belts, and they'll be on oh, the no
4: way. Ba- <laughs> <laughs> no can't get it back you'll give her a kiss yeah no
5: well, nothing maybe I
3: don't i'll play with you Becky uh,
5: no, but you my my hope would be that they wrestle each other at survivor no, series to join to, to, <laughs> to, i love you uh, to bring the belts together into one women's championship but that won't happen so you know oh well yeah the the the, the plan will
4: never come into effect yeah yeah
6: so, that's then, if, then if that's the case, then NXT is going to have to try to get thrown in. Or I'm sorry. The IWC is going to want to think the NXT brand has to go in there, too. Uh, I, I think for Survivor Series, you're going to have like Liv face Becky and then Charlotte face someone on Raw. And then.
3: Yeah.
4: They're going to just they're they're going to get new women's belts. I'm predicting it right now. Mark it in the book. All right, they're just gonna get presented new belts because I I just think the fact that I, I, the men could use new belts too. Like let's let's differentiate these. Let's make them SmackDown I'm specific, SmackDown. Raw specific, not just the color, right? Like I I hate that it's the universal. We don't all need the to, universal
5: title. Uh, oh.
4: Never mind. I can't do this. I'm going right back into that dark place where I just tell everybody what the belt structure should be. And it's like fantasy football. I come up with the perfect <sighs> formula for point scoring in fantasy football. The and then Debo saw-
6: Samuel and then Debo uh, Samuel gets two hundred oh, yards receiving. I'm, just saying, I'm talking about just yeah, in general. A- Alexandra
4: yeah. Lamente. <laughs>
6: Uh, i was about to say after week two we haven't touched fantasy
4: we okay listen we're gonna listen we're gonna have to pick that up the second half of the season and give aj a little lead over dp and dp a little lead over myself because that was the order in which we were at so um we'll get back to that we'll get yeah. back to that let's get back to the card uh you want to talk about uh Gilly Bulber? G- Gilly
6: Bolberg, Gilly Bolberg, and uh, Lobby Bashley.
5: I mean, I don't.
6: I mean, for what it was worth, it was actually a pretty good match, and I think Platte right. looked good. <laughs>
4: <laughs> I thought it already happened.
3: <coughs>
2: quarantine, baby, quarantine.
6: Oh my gosh. You, you, you good? They're <laughs> since, since when do you wear pants
4: when you're podcasting?
2: <laughs> Touche, man. I'm turning over a new leaf. Where you uh, uh, are?
6: Yeah. Oh, oh,
2: shit. I'm sorry. I just. Oh, can't.
6: my God. It, it's a good you, thing that we're not a video podcast now. Oh, you, you, yeah. We got to get there.
2: You missed it yesterday when we did the live stream before the uh, Thursday night football game. I I ran to the bathroom before we started, and I forgot to mute my mic. So I'm in the bathroom. It it was was like like a naked gun. It was. I was about to say it's exactly like that scene out the naked gun. Yes.
3: (laughs) Uh, uh,
5: Whoops.
3: Uh oh. Uh uh oh.
2: Oh, boy. Real, real quick, before we get to uh, and them, man, can we, can we give some props to the New Day, man? Like, I, I really think that they're in the conversation as one of the greatest factions ever, just because of the historical significance of what they've been able to do. Like, they took that shitty-ass gimmick, got it over... Prior to New Day being a thing, there had only been one black man that had ever held the WWE World Championship. And the company had been around for, what, a bazillion years? And since then... We've had three black champions in the last two years, and two of them happen to be new day members like everything that they've accomplished I think that they're on that short list of greatest faxes of all time man and i you know I, I think those brothers deserve their flowers man they're all super talented they're all very underrated wrestlers they all are really good from bell to bell they're charismatic and yeah shout out to the new day man and shout out to woods becoming the new king of the ring
4: i I think the point that <clears throat>
2: me is underplayed and underappreciated is that
4: these three gentlemen are a very 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 large part of the wwe success over the last five six years without a doubt without period point, point yeah. blank like no without, without you, a doubt yeah if you if you saw like a, a pecking order and the wwe roster like of importance new day since i don't know five years ago i would say maybe six has been booked ridiculously
6: well yeah whether they were faces or heels they played it perfect i mean i i remember when we still had those old fucking penny coin tag team titles soon as sheamus and cesaro win it they get the red strap belts and it was like whoa We had those Roman pennies for an entire year and a half. What the hell happened? Whoa, wait, wait a minute. So they're entertaining as hell no matter what they do. They're just that damn good. And like you said, for the past six, five, six years, somewhere around there, yeah, you know who the New Day are. Xavier Woods made an entire brand for himself that actually, you know, people watch, people enjoy. With Up, Up, Down, Down, stuff like that. He gets other wrestlers involved. Hell, he even had fucking Stephanie McMahon involved in something. I don't remember what it was like, a few years ago, but she she even came on the show. So, the, the new day, Biggie, Kofi, Xavier—they're all a giant part of that company and making it better.
2: Well, and, I agree. Yeah,
5: and they, uh, you know, they constantly kind of. In a, like change things up a little bit just enough. Like, cause there has been how many times it's been like, okay, it's time to break these guys up. You know, like here comes the turn. They're going to, they're going to finally break apart. They do a little bit, something to change up just a little bit enough to keep them, you know, kind of in a sense, fresh again, which is pretty crazy. And that's hard to do uh, for that many years in a wrestling business. That's for sure. Uh, And it'll be, I'm kind of interested to see where they're going to go now that, in a sense, they've all kind of got, you know, Kofi got his title push, got the singles run. Biggie is getting his singles thing, yet they're kind of keeping them together. You know, now Woods is getting king of the ring. And I just, you know, it's, I felt like he, during this time. Is he
4: going to be the heel?
5: He has gotten yeah. a lot more loud with his promos, the way he's talking. You could just see this, like, I don't know. It feels like there's a little change going on with Woods of getting more pompous. And, like, they're going to have this go to his head. And is he going to be the one that breaks away as the heel against Kofi? I, you know, I it just, I got that feeling after watching that, you know, uh,
2: that show today. Ring the bells for yourself, seriously, because. There's yeah. only one, no ass. Well, because, shut up, y'all both said
4: it. No, but no, <laughs> seriously, because otherwise AJ's going to go get that stupid fucking thing he had the other one time, and we don't, no, uh-huh. thank you.
2: No, but I, I picked up on that as well, man. So I'm glad that y'all said that. It was kind of, you know, I I I own the place. I do whatever I want. I tell you what, Cameron, this and that, like, and it, it would be an interesting way to kind of re, reinvigorate the uh, the new day. So yeah, I'm I'm interested to see where they go with this. Plus, he's just a, a creative melon farmer, so I'm interested to see what he's going to do with this crown for the next, I guess, for the next year, or we'll just say the foreseeable future, perhaps.
4: You don't tell me what camera to look at. I'm the president of the United States of America.
2: I tried. I couldn't even get my boys to support me. Thanks a lot, guys. Whoa. Whoa. Not you, AJ. You know, we love you. We had a we had a spot in the cabinet for you You would have been secretary of uh, uh, beer pong or, or keg <laughs> removal or something.
6: I'll take oh, it. Kick removal.
5: I thought you were gonna. I thought you just said you the had it spot guy, in the cabinet, the like you were gonna big, put him in a cabinet. That guy's got big arms. Yeah, mm. the
2: liquor mm. cabinet.
3: Yeah.
2: <laughs> I would have been doing keg stands on the White House lawn and shit. You know, yeah. <laughs> keg stands are overrated.
3: <laughs> they
4: are, but it was all right. Uh, Goldberg, uh, Lashley.
2: Thoughts? Did y'all not I mean, like this match? Seriously? No, no, y'all did no. Like this I, match?
4: I, here, I a lot more time than I thought. Uh, whoever produced this match did an excellent job, and Goldberg hit the best jackhammer I've seen since I don't fucking remember. So since yeah,
6: the WCW, probably.
4: I'll I'll give the match you know uh, seventy eight stars out of eighty nine.
2: In the Tokyo Dome.
4: I don't know what that means though, because we don't because because it, it's it, that was a points they were rewarded stars on a point system and, and they, they don't like, <laughs> I don't know. So I uh, I enjoyed it. Anybody else?
6: Like I said, I've only watched the highlights. So I actually heard a lot of praise for the match. So I definitely need to actually w- sit down, take about. Did long... you, uh, did you only
4: watch the highlights of the
6: good matches? Uh, yes. I only want I only saw the highlights of the good matches. I only get a 30 minute lunch break, Tony.
4: Well, let me. Now your boss is listening. Now he knows. Like, hey, yo, boss, my boy's got some shit to catch up on. Maybe he does (laughs) some paper. You got some paperwork, you know, uh, in the janitor's closet. You can put him in the janitor's closet if you need to. That's fine.
6: Oh, my God.
4: Yeah, Yeah, you're going to be
6: watching
4: the the janitor's closet next Friday. That's great.
6: (laughs) Can't wait. Just open the door. Adam, the fuck are you doing here? Uh... Taking my break, close the door. (laughs) You'll be like like the one guy from Ted Lasso whose
4: office is like where you'd least expect it to be.
5: (laughs) Yes. Everybody set up shop in the broom closet, that's great.
4: Yes, he's like, well, then no one bothers me
5: here. (laughs) Should I leave the door closed or open? It's closed. No one bothers me then.
2: (laughs) That's a good show. Uh, I thought this was a fun match, like especially for a Goldberg match. This was a damn good match. I, I don't think the right guy went over, but at the same point in time, the way that they structured this feud—if we're talking strictly kayfabe—you know, he he beat up your son. You kind of got to beat his ass now, because again, kayfabe. Can you imagine Goldberg flying yeah, back home? At, hey,
4: right. So they're gonna they're gonna. That's the way they're gonna build the storyline, right? Okay, and then they're gonna go to the one place on the planet the one region in the but one of two regions in the planet where bill's not going to take his son with him
2: what's the other south korea you mean or north. north
3: korea you mean north, north? Korea. yeah
6: there you go yeah, there you
3: go Un-
6: unless you're Dennis Rodman
3: okay
2: cool <laughs> but um yeah so but uh, i mean <laughs> i mean just k man you can't. i got it aj i got it you you can't i did too man i'm just being silly but yeah he can't lose it's like you then he goes home hey gage clean your room and gage is like fuck you dad i'm calling lashley yeah that's not gonna work out well i I just don't want them to shit on lashley like they spent you know how many months and maybe years you know rebuilding this guy and then turning him into a monster but I guess honestly, Lashley's probably the big winner here because, as far as I know, he's still breathing. And Goldberg vowed he was going to kill him. So, l- shout out to Lashley, proving that even in a loss, you can still win.
6: Yeah. Oh All God, right. da- Dan's dying.
4: I think we're good to move on here. Uh, we only have one left, one thing left to talk about, right?
3: Yeah, I believe really? so.
4: That's yeah. it, woman. Yeah. yeah, I guess. Yeah, I guess you're right, huh? The top ten uses for an iron besides ironing clothes: grilled <laughs> cheese sandwiches. Well,
3: that's an easy one. <laughs> <laughs> I mean,
4: I can't say. Uh, <laughs> ironing numbers. Non- no, that's 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 close. Anyway, we're not going to do that. Demons. Roman Reigns patches on your uh, patches on your jersey.
2: God
4: damn it, Dan! <laughs>
2: Watering plants
4: with your iron just steaming, using yeah, the steamer with it on?
2: Yeah. No, you, because the water's in there, you just turn you that just bitch upside it. down. and Or oh. you spray it too, that too.
4: Yeah. Oh, yeah, or you could have just grabbed a fucking glass out of the fucking... <laughs>
6: It doesn't oh, distribute properly. You just go like that. Right, like,
5: let me fill my iron with water. I got to water the plants. Yeah, I just
6: <laughs> water.
5: I'm
4: just going to go get my iron and sprinkle it out the little tiny fucking hole in the top because you know you should get a fucking funnel with that motherfucker to fill it up because it always goes all over the goddamn place. Like, what do I need the spray option for? I put water on the whole goddamn shirt I was going to iron. Yeah.
2: By the way, use uh, distilled water in your iron. That's how that white shit builds up on your iron, because you're using tap water. Use distilled water to iron your shit, all right?
5: Where's the more you know, Uh (laughs) Casey?
1: I don't know why it's that more readily. Now we know. And knowing is half the battle.
4: It's on the second page. I don't know why. Somebody's got to change that. Hey. Fix that shit. That. I don't have an intern. I just have imaginary friends that don't do a fucking thing around here.
6: That what we already
4: Kind
2: of sounds like your real friends. <laughs> <laughs> wow. Damn. Yeah. wow. Damn. Every every three months, I get that angry text from Tuddy. You don't do shit. Fuck you. I do everything about this motherfucker, so you know, <laughs> a little inside of baseball, ladies and gentlemen. <laughs> well,
4: that's, that's close. That's close. Roman and Brock, here's where my real disappointment lies. Not in all of you. In <laughs> Yeah, right.
6: So, Th- thank you, I think?
2: There we go. That's how you make people work hard. Make well, well them... Dan, you're Teflon. He was referred to Adam and I. Oh, I know. No, that's why I was I laughing wasn't... at you guys. <laughs> <laughs> in, in case you guys
4: didn't know dp and myself we share the same brain it's just in two different heads uh um, <sighs> comedically um roman reigns brock lesnar my disappointment lies in the fact that this should have been something and it wasn't anything period what did, what did you want oh my goodness well i wanted more than a two-month build to a stupid fucking show that wasn't even in the United States uh, and had no storyline on raw or SmackDown for a continued amount of time that involved two of the greatest fucking wrestlers of the last 15 years with possibly the greatest manager, uh, arguably against Bobby Heenan of all time. That's had ties to both of them. And we got shit fuck all for the whole goddamn thing, except for a few couple side smiles and smirks. And it was just horribly disappointing for what it could have been. And I'll tell you what, Vince McMahon, shame the fuck on you.
2: Oh, you think this is over? You're under the assumption this is over. This shit ain't over.
4: But you're under the assumption that now I got to sit around and wait for more. This should have been a continuing ongoing thing leading up to the first match. I don't need to fucking more bullshit here because the fact of the matter is it might've been over if they could have got, because they wanted rock to come in for survivor series and they couldn't get him. So yeah, they're just fast-booking on top of <laughs> nothing.
2: You, we literally just said the same thing. Yeah, they, they wanted to get Brock, but apparently they didn't, and this shit ain't over. Well, pro- well I mean, what you know, gonna I'm thinking...
4: Gonna, you, they already paid Brock a shitload of money to come in and do this. You think they're going to pay him even more to come back for, summer, for uh, Royal Rumble?
2: Yeah, they didn't pay Brock shit, man. That came from that Saudi oil fuck money, man. They got $50 million. That's where Brock got paid for this shit, man. Vince didn't write him a personal check for this. The Saudi money has been coming when going
4: all the Saudi money has been going into the McMahon's pockets every time they cash out fucking stock in their own company. That's what they're pulling out of there.
2: Yeah, and they're pulling that pool to pay Brock. This ain't this isn't the end, man. I mean, it's probably going to culminate at WrestleMania, maybe Royal Rumble if Dwayne is available, which I don't know. I've been hearing conflicting reports about that. But yeah, this shit ain't over. I thought they played it perfectly because they needed to continue this feud. And I'm interested to see where it goes. Like, if it lingers too long, they can fuck it up because they do that a lot. But I, I thought it was perfect because we still don't know where Paul Heyman's allegiance lies. I mean, I mean, cr- granted, we do. It lies with Paul Heyman. So whomever would have picked up that belt and banged the other one, he would have walked out with them and kept it moving like an escalator. But I, I thought it was brilliantly done. You, you knew going into this Teddy, we were going to get some sort of smiles. You didn't know that it's a, it's a bad time for it though, with all the people moving
4: around and the, and it, there's just not enough emphasis on the right
2: syllable here. That's fair because now they're reshuffling the rosters and yeah, I, I get that. Like timing wise. Yeah. It wasn't, perfect but i but i i mean this is the best thing going in wrestling right now this storyline this roman reigns bloodline and then you introduce brock lesnar into that this is the best thing going on man so i'm glad that it continues and i'm in, I'm interested to see where where it goes i didn't expect this to be clean i expected a schmazz frankly i didn't even expect a winner in this i thought it was going to be some sort of goofy dq and that's how they got out of this but yeah, the Onion Man was willing to put Roman over, and I appreciate it because you know Brock Lesnar looks like an onion now. <laughs> no, he does. Yes, and, and not and not it, not, it, 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 not just the back, but the chin too. Yeah, no, no, he he looks he like peed. a full onion. Yeah yeah.
6: yeah, yeah. I was about to stay with 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 uh, something else we'll talk about, but anyway, right. I liked it. No, with the, the the what's going on with wrestling thing. Oh, I thought you were
5: talking about the Stop. penis tattoo that he has on his chest there.
6: Anyone for what? penis? Hey! You he oh, got bro, it, I, in. I, 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 like, I like the story. It was good. It was grand. <laughs> Unlike that penis. The pe- yeah, yeah he, he got it in.
0: Anyone for penis?
3: Shout out
2: to the lack of wellness policy testing as well, because Brock looked amazing. And so did Berg. If we keeping it in a buck and a half, but I, I d-
4: really, I mean, I think Brock's just out of having to stay in the shooting
6: distance of 265. I mean, he doesn't necessarily need anything. I mean, he like you said, he looked good. Like he did. I'm not denying that.
2: So did, 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 he, he was
4: like a. Yeah, I mean, he had a, he was about a C cup. Had about a C cup. <laughs>
3: uh, oh my God.
2: <laughs> Y'all really acting like he ain't take some injections in the booty to look like that. Him and Berg, to be quite frank. Well, those might be too different. Well, they ain't definitely. taking booty shots. Um, yeah. take shots. up in uh, northern I mean, Minnesota. They're heard... chopping
5: wood. Who knows? Yeah. Two different. Oh, he's in Canada.
6: Yeah, no, he's in Canada. <laughs> okay. You know, you know, he's he's making sure he's getting the maple trees cut down, eh? Over nearby them Tim Hortons.
2: We've seen Brock off the gas, man, and he got the—he looked like he's pregnant. He ain't look pregnant in Saudi Arabia. He had a six-pack. Six that, that's, yeah, yeah. that's what I'm saying. That's what I'm saying. You'll get that I, with Wood. Pause. No, you, no, you finally <laughs> could. <laughs> you beef, don't know. You don't know what
6: Sable's <laughs> up to. Jokes. You don't know what Sable's up to in Canada. Goddamn.
4: Oh man, I might have to. I'm gonna have to change the uh, order of the show here.
6: Oh, my gosh. But, no, I I personally like that match, especially with Heyman when they were going up the aisle at the end of the show. Heyman just looked, like, disgusted. Like, oh, yeah, this wasn't... It, this wasn't my intention. Like, what, what were you intending to happen there, bud? T- tune in to SmackDown since this is on Friday. Tune in to SmackDown to see what happens. Roman's probably going to scold the fuck out of Heyman. Yeah,
5: that's... I... Well, I you know I don't know where I lie with this because Brock Lesnar, like you said, you know he's, he's has limited dates into what he's gonna be out here for, and the way they had this match finished was he needs to stick around, and I don't think he's I, I guess you know with Survivor Series being Raw versus SmackDown, he ain't gonna be on that. So where do you put this you know follow up match? How long do you try and there's drag no, Paul? There's Heyman no
4: pay per view in December.
5: There's no pay per view in December, so we're at the Royal Rumble now. I mean, they, or unless they oh. do it on the January first show, which would be interesting, but I would, again,
2: I would love. I'd say rumble going to again, go, though. I'm gonna be there, so oh. I would love that. There you go. Oh, you're going to that? Yeah, man. I told y'all that. I told y'all that last week. I got my tickets. Nice. I've nice. I, I been got on. my tickets, man. I got I got my tickets back when they first went on sale. We got our tickets hundred level.
5: Nice, but yeah. now you got now you got DD. It's just a long.
2: <laughs> now, now I got a DD pop. Granted, we'll probably either Uber or take the train down there. But yeah,
5: it's just a long time to wait for that. That's long, drag out. I get like I like, and that's a different way. Like I like the long builds, like like. But that's not. It's not the same. You're not gonna have them on the show every Friday to watch it and have it build up. You're just gonna have one guy there, and he's gonna berate Paul Heyman because. Hey, I saw that look. What the fuck, man? You know, and it's hard to do. It's hard to do these longer builds with a guy that's not there to help build the story. Uh, I just didn't like that. I don't like the way that ended exactly. So, I'll just say I'm mad
4: because this should have been your WrestleMania, and now it's definitely not your WrestleMania. What's your WrestleMania now? Part two, electric boogaloo. (laughs)
3: There
4: you go. Now now you're just saying words. Now you're just saying words. All right, I'm changing up the order of the... No, well, no, no. Roman versus Rikishi. What? No, okay, that's enough. We're going to a commercial. We haven't played a commercial yet. You're listening to episode 296 of the podcast known as Dizzle, Wizzle Izzle. I don't know, figure that out.
0: This is your boy, Kenny Killer, telling you to make sure you check out TheChairShot.com, bringing you breaking news, interviews, podcasts galore, everything progressing. Make sure you check it out, TheChairShot.com. Promotional consideration paid for by the following. Hey, folks, PC Tony here. Thanks to our
4: new partnership with Angry Lemonade, you can save 10% on physical products and digital commissions using the promo code CHAIRSHOT. Head to AngryLemonade.net to check out their amazing catalog of products and services. Use the promo code ChairShot to save 10%. That's angrylemonade.net. lemonade.net.
2: Thechairshot.com. Always
4: use your head. Welcome back, DWI podcast. Hey Chris, you want to no, I'm just kidding. Uh Pro WrestlingTees.com <laughs> forward slash the ChairShot. Head on over there. Uh the Sports Entertainment and Sports Entertainment, where we encourage you to enjoy your day the ChairShot way by always using your head.
6: AJ. Yeah. How you doing, buddy? I'm doing great. Especially right. since we're gonna get some uh we're gonna get the return of something that we haven't had in two weeks. A little MLW talk? Uh well we'll get to that later. No, I just
4: I I, I wasted it when Dan was talking, so we're gonna keep it the same. We're gonna go around the world in wrestling here. How was all the MLW right. Show? All right, fine, fine. I already opened it. Great. I don't need another one. It's full. We can share by the beer. I'll finish this fine. one Fine. I, uh, I don't want to have what's out here. Great.
2: What is happening?
6: What's happening? Yeah,
4: yeah, you'll get it. You haven't been around that long yet.
6: We're just we're just shooting the shit.
4: But well, no, I the have to ML- open a beer. Okay, I have to open a beer for trivia, and I just opened a beer to accentuate DP's point because I couldn't wait thirty seconds. So yeah. now we're gonna do around the world in wrestling. You can go to the bathroom and take your pants off again. And AJ is gonna tell us about the great time he had no, no, at the MLW no, no, show. No, damn. All right, all right. Damn. Where is it? Where is it? I can't see it. <laughs> I guess it works. I don't know.
3: Come on, half the damn screen. No, no. Oh no, my god, no. I know. No, I'm not looking.
4: I'm not looking. Somebody tell me when it's over.
3: Oh, God. Uh, <laughs> not enough. <about falling. laughs> Whoa, look I've at those Macombos!
4: My my <laughs> I didn't know the moon got that dark.
6: Oh, <laughs> uh, but no, MLW is oh. great. Uh, they were doing all the tapings, not just Fightland. So they were doing all the way up until their next pay-per-view, which we're going to see if we can get some tickets to those two since it's going to be next month in the 2300 arena again so yeah hammerstone versus fatu if you didn't see it yet definitely do it gets a little clunky at the end of it but i'm i'm happy my boy hammer one
4: let me ask you a question about those two because while mlw is doing really nice things Mm -hmm. and we all agree that There's a lot of excellent promotions that aren't AEW and WWE in the States. What do you think their ceilings are as far as maybe moving forward to one of those two companies? Because everybody would have to agree the largest contracts are coming from those places.
6: Yeah, without a doubt. And with those two right now, they're definitely the highest paid people that are on that roster. Because, you know, you got a bunch of freelancers that are around. You got Tom Lawler. You got Davey Richards coming back for their Opera Cup that they have. And stuff like that going on. Bobby Fish now on AEW, but he's also in the Opera Cup. So, it's definitely... They're probably going to have more of a partnership with AEW. Since there were more people that were from... Like MJF, for instance, was part of the dynasty with, with Hammer richard holiday so you have that pool you got a couple of guys that are right now either on dark or elevation like lee moriarty and is was also in the opera cup and stuff like that so it, definitely for right now you can tell jacob Fatu, hammerstone those are the two main focal points of mlw right now hammerstone's now the tip of the iceberg cream of the crop but um I was about to say, yeah, and I I, I see I, I was about to actually mention that Dan I, I like the I like the AEW CM Punk shirt. Oh, it was just one
5: off of uh, ProWrestlingTees dot actually. So there you go.
6: Definitely make sure you go to uh, ProWrestlingTees dot forward slash a chair shot if you're gonna get something from ProWrestlingTees there. See, look, Platt, we did it for you. There you go. <laughs> but yeah, it was good. There's a lot of. You know, the recordings are still going on. You can catch MLW on YouTube on Wednesdays, 7 Eastern, I believe. I could be wrong with that, but yeah, MLW Alpha Fusion. I'm going to try to write two reviews because I missed it last week. Because I was supposed to, I I didn't know when the notification was going off, and then I'm like, I have no service,
2: so. You're
6: going to get a double header either today or tomorrow. I'm just saying that now
2: real quick I, I have to ask man maybe you know more about this than I do what's up with MLW and vice are was that just a one-off or are they working on something to where MLW will have a, a weekly episodic TV show on there
6: for right now I just know the vice land thing was a one-off but I think they were trying to I don't I wasn't watching at the time because I was had to fix my cable box in all honesty, but I think they were trying to do stuff on Saturdays on vice with like past recordings. I don't know if they're all caught up like new Japan was back with access and all that stuff. But for right now, for all I know, fight land was just like a one-off on vice after the one dark side of the ring.
2: Fair Th- enough. I would love to see what MLW could do with an actual budget and on a real TV network.
4: Doesn't it not- seem like AEW is way more capable at booking than, you know, AEW? <laughs> that's yes. kind of my
2: point. And really, WWE as well, as opposed to, you uh, know, oh, with the exception not- of a few storylines. I'm not yeah. saying, I'm with just saying. With the exception
4: of, like, $17 billion, so let's just not get out of <laughs> well,
2: hand here. Hence, AEW, or excuse me, uh, MLW with a budget.
4: Yeah. I, they, who knows? that That might already be in place, so... You never know. I heard there is a uh, a Samoan in the in the pipeline. That's a cousin of of Roman and and Jimmy and Jay. That's not from MLW.
2: You talk about the one that's in NXT right now. Yes, that's the Usos' little brother.
6: Yes, that's what I'm yeah. talking about. Yeah. Yeah, you know how like every every picture you see like four little Samoans playing football. Yeah, he's the fourth one.
5: Oh
4: nope. I don't know about those pictures. Uh,
5: but uh... really, I'm not looking at little Samoans. All right,
6: that one little, two <laughs> little, three Samoans. I, sounds
2: like talking about Girl Scout cookies. Yeah,
3: <laughs> <laughs>
2: <laughs> we hang out too, much. more of a segment. <laughs> yeah, but. Yeah. <laughs>
4: Any any thoughts on that potential there? Anybody heard anything there?
2: Uh, I heard of. He's a know. Samoan, so you know he's gonna be biggest shit. He's gonna be tough as oh, fuck. He's gonna be super athletic.
4: Yeah, and that's around the world in wrestling. <laughs> well, what did no, I
2: say wrong?
4: No, I'm just kidding. Uh, I do wanna I do wanna get to something that we all thought was pretty cool. So, uh, Daniel Bryan on E.W. Dynamite Saturday Night will be taking on Dustin Rhodes. I think for me, DP and Platt that that really uh, brings kind of our our wrestling fandom together from different time periods, and I know AJ truly appreciates that as well. It'd be kind of awesome to have seen Dustin
5: against Daniel in the in both of their primes, right? Oh, for sure! Like it's it's crazy. We were talking about it a little bit pre-show that even at this age, Dustin Rhodes still looks like, you know, he can go so, like, ridiculously well, so... It is prime, right? (laughs) So, like, seeing him, like, as, like, prime gold dust, almost, like, that, you know, late 90s something, oh, my God, would be, like, ridiculously fun. But this should be a kick-ass match, too, so, you know, like you just said, PC, you know, he still looks just as, almost just as good as he did then, so... I think they're going to put on a, a really great match. So it's kind of, it's really cool to see that happening.
2: No, yeah, a thousand percent agree. Yeah. Dustin can still go and yeah. And obviously we know Brian Danielson. So yeah, I'm, I'm looking forward to this and seeing what they can do. This this it's going to be fun. It's going to be a fun match.
6: Yeah, definitely. I mean, Dustin really showing that he's still the natural. And he's like what fifty-two years old and he's he still is going strong. He's still he he can still take bums like a bunch of these twenty and thirty-year-olds now, so
2: he's probably the best worker in the family, and I say that with all due respects to Dusty Rhodes, because I mean neither one of the kids can match Dusty's charisma. Like Dusty was that dude, you know? But in terms of bell to bell, like actually being able to wrestle in the ring, I think Dustin is probably the best out of the family.
4: You know, oh, when health, 100 percent healthy, it's not even a question. Right, DP.
5: Oh, yeah. It's just going to say it's hilarious that we we complain so much, you know, about these old fuckers still wrestling and he's out there and he doesn't even look like an old fucker. Like, you're just like, I want to see him wrestle. Like, he's still that good. Like, despite us complaining that we don't want to see these old guys out there anymore. He would fit the bill of one of the old guys, but man, he does not he sure does not look like it, so it's it's pretty cool.
4: All right, gentlemen. Let's go ahead and do something really fun and kick it over to Christopher Platt for a Pro wrestling dot forward slash the chair shot promo.
5: With the <sighs> <best>. <laughs>
2: <laughs> All jokes aside, ladies and gentlemen, if you appreciate the content we provide day in and day out here at the Chair Shot. The best way to make sure we keep providing that content you love so much here day in and day out at the chair shot is by supporting the movement by going to ProWrestlingTees.com forward slash the chair shot and picking up an official chair shot t-shirt. We literally have something for everybody. I alluded to the Jesus did the job shirt earlier. If you're sick of the Kellers and the Meltzers and anybody else out there acting like they're reporting on wrestling, but not really hell, not even wrestling. Just, you know, just entertainment and and reporting has gone down significantly and drastically in this country. So not even wrestling, just everything, whether it's CNN, Fox, MSNBC, Whatever the fuck, hashtag journalism, fight back, rally against the system because nothing says revolution like a good old fashioned dose of capitalism by going to prowrestlingtees.com forward slash D chair shot and picking up an official chair shot t shirt. Hashtag journalism, save tag team wrestling. Baron Corbin sucks. Like that shirt kind of has ebbs and flows because it goes up and down depending on what they're doing with him. He's hot again. Go pick one of those up. He appreciates it. Endorsed by the man himself, Bear Corbin. That's a shoot, by the way. And many, many other cool ass designs. Again, just go to poorwessontees.com forward slash the chair shot. Peruse the site. You're going to find something you love. I guarantee it. And remember, you're going to be supporting thechairshot.com, which is not just a website, folks. We're a movement. You say not like you like, and you
4: act like you never saw a peaky fucking miners before. This, this guy over here. Give <laughs>
3: Huh?
2: Huh? I have no idea the words.
6: Well, Tony, we had to wait for it. All right. Yep, phenomenal Funky Facts is back and in full force as always. I'm here to always piss off Tony. I mean, throw some trivia around for the guys here today and piss off Tony. So, so he's not coming there's back. three questions. Yeah, I know he's not coming back. Yeah. He, he, he's now the real winner for that one for not coming back. Smart. Yeah, no, right. So, uh, yeah, so three questions. One of them does have a two-parter. So four, four, four points total. So Dan, I'll give it to you. One, two, or three is if I don't already know what number you're going to pick. You know what I like. Give me that two. It's Let's big that deuce. All right. Door number two how many saudi shows has lesnar had a world championship match so to to kind of help here we're in jamming the sam six back in the mix trademark (laughs) copyright by one velvet pipes christopher platt over there so how many of them have brock lesnar been in the wwe or universal match (laughs) reynolds how did you (laughs) burt reynolds how did you get on here dirt dirtberg decision that's a funny name right all right let's see those answers dan says one Tony says four platt says four answer five
2: fuck Okay, hold on. Okay, okay. So two Romans, one Strowman, one Rick O'Shea. (laughs) Two
5: Romans, one Strowman.
2: What, what, what's the one I'm missing, Adam? Kane. (laughs) Oh fuck! That was for the title, wasn't
3: it? God
4: damn
2: it! That's
4: one I forgot.
6: That's what everyone forgets.
4: (laughs) Do we each get a half a point or no?
5: No. Sure. No. No.
4: (laughs) Loser. loser, no
6: loser, <laughs> loser. But Mr. Tunney, since you were late, Platt, number one or number three? Ah, uh, let's go with number three, sir. Listen, all that beer
4: had to go somewhere. Oh, God, your
2: your mouth. I mean, I'm after. I had to pee. Do we do we really have to explain the water cycle to you, sir? Yeah, for geez,
4: uh,
6: geez. <laughs> oh, I
2: hate when you call me Jeezy Crazy, dude. <laughs> oh, jeez. All
6: right. Speaking of Jeezy Crazy, all right. This this one, I want you guys to pay attention. What was the main event? of I hate you all. might <laughs> the
4: funniest thing in the last 100 episodes. I, I want you guys to pay attention. Oh, you're on the wrong fucking show, brother. Whoa. I don't know about that, dude. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Love it. Uh, uh, it.
2: I got to get my gimmick off, too. No.
4: Uh, no. <laughs> no. <laughs> no. Give, me, come on. I, give it, I'd never ask for it
6: again. Give it to me again.
3: No.
4: <laughs> Thank
3: you. <laughs>
6: Uh what, what was the main event of the first crown jewel named event?
2: Oh no man, you no, that's oh. some tricky shit. No, you you oh, the no. Second, that's why
3: I said pay
6: so
2: attention, motherfuckers. One. So the second one. Okay. Yeah, uh, go ahead. It's uh, the second
4: one, guys. I don't know it either.
2: The <laughs> first one was a crown well what the fuck was the name of the first one? Uh, I like,
4: was Uh yeah, that's true. <laughs> uh, Take that. Nice. Uh, Damn, Max hates when people burp on podcasts and don't edit it out, so DP, leave that in. You think <laughs> I'm getting just, rid of anything?
5: That's a lot of work, good man. <laughs> I ain't right ah to go. Like,
4: oh, fuck that. <laughs> uh, uh, I don't know, What was the main event?
5: Simon got of Hairdo's versus Jeff got of Biscuits. Ooh. Uh, yeah. That's for the uh, Snactacular Championship, too, I think.
2: It it was a uh, Zelina Vega versus uh uh Del Rio every wrestling yeah versus <laughs> Del Rio yes. <laughs> Jesus
6: Christ, that 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 goes into a deeper joke than we need to. Hold Beam on, oh, oh, oh,
4: oh, oh, I know what it is. Hold on, hold on, hold on, hold oh, on. We're hold on. like
5: well past the song here. Oh,
2: Jesus Christ, yeah, you're you're done. You're done. Stop writing. Stop writing. i quit writing. I'm, I, even, I was joking around.
6: Yeah, right. DX versus Brothers of Destruction by Dan and Tunny, which is the correct answer. Yeah, but I, mean, I should have I
5: had, had, that. had that point by myself. That's bullshit, oh, Tunny. That's Took 26 hours to fill out your damn paper. Yeah.
6: Okay, that's fine. <laughs> Alright. And the last one... Yeah, I was about to say... Wait, wait, wait. Ima- imagine... Cheat about it, so fucking fuck you! I didn't you. say you did. Imagine, imagine an episode <laughs> of Jeopardy where out oh, of did you? nowhere, the contestant <laughs> just writes down. Wait, hold on, hold on! I gotta write. I gotta yeah, remember. Yeah, let's yeah, go Duke over Ferdinand. Well. Yeah. Wait a minute. <laughs> Spelling <laughs> counts for Alex Trebek
4: and the fucking contestant. Now lick my balls and keep going. Fuck out All of
6: right. So, yeah. So, so this last one. I uh, drive a Dodge Stratus. <laughs>
4: Yeah, dodge <laughs> fucking
6: Stratus, you fucking Duke. So, uh, so this last one, uh, I'm actually going to give credit to the I Facebook when I had my first beer. Who would have thought of that? Who thought it took 295 episodes
4: to get to this one and have so much fun? <laughs> All right, <laughs> no,
6: I ate, holy shit! I'm kidding. Uh, now this one, uh, thank God we have that Facebook group because someone actually asked a question for trivia, and I'm like. You know what? Fuck it. Next time I'm on, gonna give you a shout out to Tristan well, Hathaway on the Facebook group. There you Thanks go. for this question. Oh nice. yeah, say that again. Tristan Hathaway. I'll make sure I tag you in the end the episode when it comes up on the Facebook group. Thanks, oh, Tristan. Shout
2: out to, yeah, shout out to Tristan. Tris, Tristan, for real, seriously. Hey, Tristan, head over to Pro
6: Bye, Tony. Uh, <laughs> all right, so. What was the first year the Royal Rumble winner got to face the WWF champion at Mania, and who was it?
5: First year,
6: okay. The first year, and who was the Royal Rumble winner?
2: I think I got this. I think I got this,
6: <laughs> or do I? I'm <laughs> investing, ladies and gentlemen. Oh, Christopher, just yeah. not fucking get this. I got this. <laughs> <laughs> All
3: right. Let's I'll tell see. you what.
5: I know I have it because somebody looked at the Facebook page and saw that when AJ Belaz said, "Oh, I might make this a trivia question," and I remembered. Damn it! <laughs> oh, you son of a bitch!
3: Hold on! Hold on! Hold oh. on!
4: seconds i'm no no <laughs> i get my ears mixed up no it, it doesn't matter it's 81. over the song's over you're born
5: we're done okay, we're done with...
6: i'll
4: stick
2: with we're what done. i wrote down we're
4: done all right Pl- plat right. said yoko
6: 94
5: that was pc come on what'd you say
0: P- pc, PC oh. what's yours you know what i got every- every now right here i got nothing in my hands
5: Look yeah it. i want to see it
0: you're HBK both 95. wrong.
5: Yokozuna was it when they called it officially, but it's 1991 Hulk Hogan. Yep, yep. Oh, no, that's <laughs>
3: bullshit.
5: That's the he, first time. No, that, no, Yokozuna no. was the first time they officially said the winner faces the champion. Hogan was the first time that the winner of the Royal Rumble faced the champion.
3: That, no, he
2: that's a slaughter. technicality. That's a technicality, <laughs> man. That's a fucking technical, oh, man.
5: <laughs> and it was ninety three, Yoko. Anyway, not ninety four, so you know, yeah. no! missed that out anyway. <laughs> no.
6: Yes.
2: What? No, yeah. Hogan won at 93. Wait, in
6: ninety number... three. Hogan won ninety and ninety one. Number Hogan
2: four Hogan was the first back to back. you is making shit up now. He was. <laughs> yeah, y'all y'all, y'all, y'all <laughs> just saying yeah. shit, man. Oh y'all yeah, just saying like...
6: shit.
4: Like Tokyo 3K in a thing.
6: (laughs) Oh, my God.
5: We're done here.
6: (laughs) I think
4: Dan won by half a point. He did. That's bullshit.
5: Paying attention to Ah! Facebook, baby.
4: (laughs) Fuck Facebook. (laughs) Let's go. Last call. Last thing we're going to talk about today. We're going to get into it. I think I really am going to enjoy this segment and I'm really looking forward to what you guys are going to come up with. But since I came up with the idea, I thought I would just go ahead and do the first idea and get you guys uh, a little time to think of your own. Um, who wants to go next week? Without telling me what you're thinking of, has anybody got something or really want to go next week when the What If series we're starting here?
5: I don't have anything yet, but I think about it, maybe. I'll let you know. Think about it. All right, think about thinking
4: about it. Let me know Um, this week.
6: So, so, so Dan's next.
4: (laughs) In honor of the What If from Marvel, which has been spectacular. And a million bar conversations that have had since alcohol has been invented. Uh, I don't know, beer invented in Egypt. I'm sure there was alcohol before that because otherwise life probably wouldn't have sustained itself. Let's get into some what if wrestling conversations this week. What if Stink came to WWE the same time Booker T did right after Vince bought WCW? Let you me get
2: play, like, because before we started co-mingling, I'm them women was looking rough as fuck back way back in the day before we started co-mingling and mixing and matching and all that shit. So yeah, shout out to alcohol. Yeah,
5: I mean blame it on the alcohol.
4: You we used the to have a shout-out. segment.
2: You want the true shout out to yeah. alcohol?
5: You got it. To alcohol, oh, yeah. the cause of and solution to all of life's problems.
4: There's that and there, there's this
3: teeth Blame it on the loose, got you feeling the losers, blame it on the drone, got you feeling the drone, blame it on the hat, blame it on the hat She
4: says she usually don't do don't Oh man, that brings back memories. Almost.
6: I, well, I, I, ones I, that I can remember. I've
4: never wanted a beer worse in my life. Uh, yes, that's a true story.
3: I mean. <clears throat>
4: All right. So, so what, if, that's, again. what if, again. What if Sting had come to WWE at the same time Booker T did right after the fold of WCW? AJ. I can see you chomping at the bit. Why don't you go ahead and uh, give me your thoughts on
6: what would have happened? Well, to me, there are three major things that would have happened. One, Sting... Okay, well, Sting would have either been the next big commodity that they had. Like, like basically, Andre, Like he's going to be an icon. You have to show him off. He's a showcase. Come see him. See... WCW Sting live on like Royal Rumble or Mania or something or he just gets lost in the shuffle like majority of the WCW guys which I don't think would have happened but he would have been he probably would have been like an attraction more or less that's number one in my, my head number two we would have gotten Sting versus Taker at least at least two times at Mania well I just mean in Mania in general Tony. At Mania, we were definitely going to see a Sting versus Taker instead of maybe having like Flair or having um, uh, the Triple H one or something to that effect. We wouldn't have that one. But the main thing that I think people don't realize: what if Sting came with Booker T in two thousand one? TNA probably wouldn't have been as big as it as as it was when Sting decided, hey, I'm gonna come over in two thousand six, unretire and and do all that fun jazz.
4: Yeah, but it could that could have been even bigger for TNA though. Him leaving WWE to go to TNA after having run through who he wanted. Um I I love where you're going there. Uh anything else before we
6: give somebody else a shot? Yeah, at least ten world championships. You probably oh, would
4: won the WWE a handful oh, of times. All right. Yep. Yep. It was. I. I should have moved on. Uh, you anybody else?
5: You should have. <laughs> I fully believe we would have not gotten DDP in the Stalker angle, and Sting oh, would have came in and been the feud. Been What's that? That would been great. <laughs> Two Ragnal. words: ph- phenomenal.
3: Two words: ph- phenomenal.
5: I think they would have put Sting in that place and had a good feud with Sting coming in and and have him and Taker go at it for a little while, you know, culminate culminating to a match at WrestleMania because it was around, oh man, July. It was right. I was right around SummerSlam, I think, when DDP debuted when they did that whole angle. So they could have built it up all the way to WrestleMania and had a good feud there um, through the winter. So I think that would have been my belief what they would have done because. I don't think anybody liked that angle. I know DDP didn't like it. Uh, I think if Sting would have been coming over, they would have jumped right to Sting and Taker for something there to bring him in. So that would have been my thought here, at least bringing him in to start you know, his WWE career. Um, that would have been a good way to go.
2: Well, I mean, it... Didn't make any sense, man. I mean, nobody liked that angle. Like, look at DPP's. D- excuse me, DPP. Shout right. out to DPP. Love you. Yeah. But oh. look at look look at Diamond Dallas Page's wife at the time, and look at Undertaker's wife at the time. I mean, come on, man. It's just unrealistic. And I know we all like a little bit of strange every now and again. But the rule of thumb is you can't punch down if you're gonna take, you know, if you're gonna take chances at risking it at all. You can't do it punching down. That doesn't make sense. Your platform well, against dwarfs to you know you know begs to differ. Honestly, he would have got buried just like every other WC- WCW talent got buried. Like you know, Diamond Dollars Page clearly got buried. Booker T got buried as fuck. Like the way the, the the fact that he was able to dig himself out that hole and eventually become a top guy is just a testament to how dope he was. I think Sting made the right choice because I mean hell, when he finally did come in, you see what they did with him. Not a damn thing. And then he got hurt. Obviously, that didn't help things. But, yeah, they didn't present him in the way that he needed to be presented. And, I mean, yeah, that's that's what would have happened. I think Sting actually made the correct choice to not go there. He should have been skeptical of going there because they wouldn't have treated him with the reverence that he needed to be treated. And let's keep it a buck and a half. Nobody was clamoring for a taker. Sting match until around the late 2000s, when there was this weird, ambiguous vignette that came out. It was announcing Undertaker's return, but everybody on the internet got all excited and shit, thinking that it was Sting coming in. Like, that's that's where that whole shit started. Other than that, or before that, rather, nobody was clamoring for a Sting-Taker match. It just is what it is. So, yeah. I, to me, the bigger what-if is what-if Sting would have went to the WWF instead of Ultimate Warrior back in the day. That's the bigger what if to me, because I think that he could have been the biggest star in the world. Well, you know, the wrestling world at that particular point in time. But that that's the bigger what if to me, honestly.
4: I think that could probably be answered by readiness. I don't necessarily know. Like, look at early Sting though. Do you? Could you imagine that in
2: WWF? Like, at the same yeah. time? Yeah. Really? He was buff. He was handsome. He was charismatic. He was athletic. People forget how athletic Sting was when he was, you know, in his prime. And, and as opposed to Warrior, he had a better attitude backstage. He would have been willing to listen to people. He would have learned. And people would have been more apt to put him over as opposed to Warrior, who from all accounts was just a dick, you know?
4: Yeah, but as far as that time period goes, I don't think he was as impressionable as Vince wanted people to be for his top guy. If you think about the word impressionable, um, but nonetheless, I, I don't know. I think the biggest thing for me is I would love to have seen Sting and John
2: Michaels have a match. Yeah, yeah, I can't argue that. Yeah. I would have BJ, loved to see. You're shaking your that.
6: head. What? I'm, I'm what? not shaking my head, I'm laughing, because the first thing that went through my mind is a Christ on a pole match.
4: <laughs> El Savior!
2: Hey. I get it, put the crucifix up, and, mm-hmm. and like a ladder match, and... yeah. yeah.
6: It's their way to heaven. Yeah. Match. Yeah.
2: The, the winner is oh, going to go to heaven. Yes, the winner gets an automatic ticket uh, into heaven. It's their money to make into heaven. Yes. It's a purgatory
4: yes. match. Yes. Oh,
6: God. I hate
2: that my
4: okay, brain so, went into the blast. So I, I gave you my outside the obvious as we wrap this segment up, which I can't wait for DP to host next week on his what if. Um, I think you should message us the day before on what it's going to be so that we have a day. That's it to uh, think about it. Good deal.
2: That right. would have been
4: nice. <laughs> yeah, I know. I addressed that before the show. My bad. Um, I did.
0: <laughs>
6: Fuck it. We're doing it live.
4: <laughs> That's the way we roll, bitches. 296 episodes later. <laughs> <laughs> uh it's just interesting. It's just an interesting thing to do to, to see where people's heads go, right? Like to what character they go to, to what time they go to, and what they wanted at that time that meant so much to them, right? So I don't know. Sting to me in WWE early on, there maybe he would have got lost as well. Maybe it would have been the second worst time for him to come in, right? Maybe the best time would have been when they were offering him all that money in the mid '90s because that was happening right so i don't know um that's history what are you gonna do all right thanks for all the help there guys let's move on (laughs) uh
3: yeah
4: you can find me at pc tunny on twitter and facebook uh
6: aj how about you <laughs> uh you can find me on twitter at phenomenal AJB, ajb in all capitals you can find my lovely articles all over the place on the chairshot.com where you'll also find not just this dwi podcast but you'll find all the podcasts on the chairshot radio network dan what about you what's crapping and over on your side we'll, we'll let chris go last well
5: you can find me all over the worldwide social media interwebs that it's me dpp and you know, you mentioned Facebook earlier. Make sure you're following those Facebook sites and especially the DWI oh, podcast because you never know that's when a, a trivia question might pop up. And you remember, so you write it down to remind yourself when trivia comes around and you get an easy point.
4: This asshole has this <laughs> been carrying around pen and paper for years.
2: <laughs> that's, that's what do, is due, sir.
4: No, I mean, seriously, though, he's been writing down what all me and the rest of our friends have been saying for years. Like he just like, can I get you to sign this too? This is not, this is not a lie. He's like, okay, I wrote down what you said. I thought it was really funny. Can you just initial here so that I can use this without repercussion?
5: And we, this is, this is
3: true. Is this true? Dude, this is for it true? real?
5: It's for realsies. It's fucking... I still got him. Yeah. <laughs> oh, got... fucking
4: asshole. <laughs> hey, oh. I got, I got some matches in the can of gas. Can I come
5: over? No. <laughs> no, nope, I canceled that. Uh...
2: I, I
3: noticed.
2: I'm I <laughs> just saying, man, uh, yeah, you, why cancel it, man? You've been trying to move anyway, man. What better way to move than get you a nice uh, $300,000 check from your insurance company? I'm not saying. I'm just saying. <laughs> eliminate this part, part, part from the podcast. I'm just going to say, and that
0: when we <laughs> yeah. All right,
5: One hour, 51 minutes, cancel, that. cut. Yeah. Now I got to
0: edit.
5: Yeah. Yeah. You're yeah. losing money if that's what the check's for. <laughs>
2: oh, my bad. But but if I can offer you a suggestion, wait until the dead of winter to do it because the the the, the investigators will be less apt to investigate in the dead of winter because shit's cold.
5: Because I don't want to stand out in the so cold no, while I watch no. my house burn. <laughs> and neither do they. <laughs> <laughs> I guess it'll be warm because of yeah. the fire, but you know. Get Talk little, about that bad go you had
2: in the basement. I, I, I see it right here. <laughs> I see the Van Gogh right behind that uh, white Intercontinental Championship belt too. So make sure that's safe somewhere. What and... are my brand?
4: New, what are my brand new golf clubs doing in your basement? <laughs> wink.
2: Yeah. That's supposed to say. What do you have screen? all my Bitcoin money in your basement, sir? <laughs> that's not. <funny. laughs> yeah, man, it was a joke, man. Relax, Tony.
5: The only thing worthless <laughs> down here is my Green Bay uh, shareholder stock.
2: <laughs>
3: that's that's uh, fucked
2: up man you can't even get tickets to the goddamn game that's just silly nah. man
5: <laughs> still 15,000th in line for season tickets and it's been 30 20 25 years yeah
2: that's
4: silly, uh, you don't really want them anymore do you
2: no no shit, but I'll, probably the the last list. year <laughs> to be fair, this is the last year you want him because it's about to get real thin back up there, to the dark in Green Bay. Baby, yeah, yep. yeah, yeah. I don't know. We're gonna win the Super Bowl this year and next year, and then he's gonna retire. So I don't know what you're talking about. <laughs> Shout out to Jordan Love, you poor schmuck, you poor son of a bitch. I feel so bad for you, bro. Oh man. Oh man. All right, whose turn is it? <laughs> it right, it's on me, man. Y'all can find me on Get Twitter at The Real C. Platt. I'm on Facebook at Christopher Platt, but you can friend me. I'm not really going to be active on there. <laughs> you, whatever. I'll be
4: your friend, but we won't talk. Yeah, that's yeah. why you got yeah. on yeah.
2: Fucking but again, yeah, But again, go, uh, uh, support the movement. Make sure y'all go to prowrestlingtees.com forward slash the chair shot. Pick up an official chair shot t-shirt, please, and thank you, thank you, and please. This is your shit, man. Wrap it up. This is your
4: shit. All these other guys got to get in here. Already right, sure they that. already that did. The, they already
6: made the so, rounds. So that was the two hundred and ninety-sixth episode of the EWI podcast, and you have been listening. There we go <laughs> to
2: the podcast. double oh, no. as D e. w. w I.
4: I don't know if so I gotta play the meat tree possum game now. There it oh, is. Oh, what a ride!
3: <laughs> you, guys,
4: you guys aren't quite as annoying
3: as I am!
4: Agreed. Yeah, I'm you taking fucking another
3: fuck
6: I'm Taking another two weeks. Taking another two weeks. I said take
4: my two weeks here, No, you can't.